Welcome to Hello Health Today, where health is a leadership strategy. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why, in the age of smartphones and other electronic devices, I still rely on writing in a health journal by hand. If you are just now joining us, here's a quick recap of lessons from the season so far. If you do not put time for health on your schedule and defend it well, your body's default programming will trend toward illness. What goes on your schedule is supposed to be important, and so it's what gets done. We have encouraged our listeners to download the health journal from our website, www.hellohealthtoday.com forward slash health journal, and begin tracking leading health indicators. Even though the journal pages are free, the value of a health journal in terms of your ability to gain insights is priceless. Don't worry. We'll get that link into our show notes so you can download your journal today. So far, our action-oriented listeners have placed a 30-minute walk from noon to 1230 onto their schedules for Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday of this week. Those that listened to Episode 5 also placed a 30-minute resting time onto their schedule starting at 9 p.m., which means they are likely to be getting good quality sleep of about 7 hours duration. If you have done those two things, started walking during your lunch hour, and started resting at 9 p.m., chances are you are already beginning to feel better. Feeling better is what Hello Health Today is all about. Our process for personal health transformation lowers your risk for burnout by getting the right inputs onto your schedule so you can engage in self-care. After the last episode, a few listeners commented that they were unsure of why I recommend you put rest onto your schedule, when in fact, sleep is the CDC-recommended health habit. So I'd like to take a little bit more time to talk about that before I go on. When I tell you to get seven hours of sleep every night, I'm probably not telling you something you haven't heard before. Based on statistics for how Americans sleep, there's a one in four chance you actually do get seven hours of sleep every night. But here's the thing. If I told you to place an eight-hour sleep opportunity onto your schedule every day, how would you react? I don't even know. An eight-hour commitment every day sounds like a lot. And putting sleep onto the schedule feels a little ridiculous, if you ask me. You often can't control whether or not you sleep. Just from like a biologic standpoint, you can't command yourself to sleep. At least I can't. And I haven't met anyone yet who can. But you can usually control whether or not you rest. That's why I'm asking you to put time for resting onto your schedule. I find it helps in a couple of ways. First, Americans tend to count as sleep time that should really be considered as rest. And my experience has been that busy women tend to need tools that help make them make this distinction. It's the difference between the time you got into bed, which is what I call rest, and the time you became unconscious, which I call sleep. I've said it before, but I'll say it again because it's important to be clear on this point. The hallmark of sleep is unconsciousness. The hallmark of rest is the absence of productivity. Healthy rest is so vital to obtaining restorative sleep. Actually, a better way of saying it is this. Healthy rest is the precursor to restorative sleep. It has a particular quality to it. Healthy rest is not induced by substances like alcohol or CBD oil, distractions like the television or social media, or by diversions like catching up on email while sitting in bed. 
Healthy rest comes from engaging in life without producing or expecting a result. It is typically quite enjoyable. My favorite restful activities include reading for pleasure, taking a bubble bath, listening to soft music, watching the sunset or the moonrise, chatting with my husband, and recording in my health journal. Yes, recording in my health journal by hand is something I consider a very restful activity. Over the years, especially after my book, The Women's Guide to Health, came out, I've been told, you should have an app. In this day and age where we think there's an app for everything, it's become increasingly difficult for me to convince anyone to write important things down in longhand. Maybe your app works for you, and if so, by all means, please keep doing it. But if you've been doing it your way for a while and not getting the results you'd like, maybe you're ready for old school. Study after study shows that the human brain remembers better and develops key insights best when we write in longhand. It has been my experience that patients who use a health journal make good decisions based on good information about themselves. And those that don't use a health journal make decisions based on what they wish were true about themselves. What this means from my view is that unless you're using a health journal, you are subject to recall bias. We tend to believe we have healthier habits than we do. So when we think back on the last two weeks, we think we got enough sleep. A health tracker will show that we got into bed at 10 p.m. and we got up at 5.30 or 6 the next morning. Looks like seven to eight hours of sleep. A health journal will report the same bedtime and waking time along with a note estimating six hours of sleep because we account for the fact that it took us about half an hour to actually fall asleep and we awoke before we got out of bed. So not only is the health journal more accurate, but our brains pay more attention to the information simply because we wrote it down by hand rather than typing it into a screen or maybe just checking it on the screen. A health journal is instrumental when you want to improve the way you feel. I wrote about my fondness for health journals in my book. And if anything, my belief in the value of health journaling has increased since the Women's Guide to Health came out. So let me just read a passage for you now because I don't think I can put it better than my co-authors and I did back then. Improving your health depends on becoming an expert on your own mind, body, and spirit. The key to becoming such an expert is being rigid about organization, note-taking slash record-keeping, and time for personal reflection. Women who are most successful in achieving their health goals have cultivated the habit of recording four variables each day, sleep, exercise, food, and health numbers. I believe the reason these women are so successful in achieving their health goals relates to their habit of keeping a health journal that harnesses focus, attention, motivation, and insight. A journal is not only essential in gaining knowledge about yourself. The act of gathering the data and recording in your journal is the most important action you can take because it activates your problem-solving brain, giving you control over your daily activities and food choices. This puts you in command of each area of your health every day. So back to my comments about sleep and rest. Within the Hello Health system, sleep and rest are part of the healing triad within the clarity component of the system. 
the last piece of the healing triad is called recovery. Recovery is an interesting but unwieldy concept that takes time for many of us to grasp. While the ingredients to healing are sufficient sleep and good rest, the process of healing takes time. Recovery is the lag time between getting enough sleep and rest and the body's consolidation of these ingredients. You feel recovered after your body has been able to generate a new state of health or return to a healthy state. If you obtain sleep and rest, but do not wait for recovery to occur before returning to bad habits, it is unlikely you will perceive the benefits of good energy and good mood. I could spend an entire season talking about recovery, and maybe I will later on. Let me stop meandering for now. My producer likes it when I stay on task. Where were we? Health journaling. Yes. Details about sleep, rest, and recovery are the very first bits of information requested by our health journal pages. Why do we ask for those details first? Because they are the requirements for your body to activate its natural programming for healing. The healing triad of sleep, rest, and recovery activates your problem-solving brain, gives you insight and self-awareness, and helps you remember what's most important in the face of very urgent issues at work. Now you know why I use my health journal nightly, right around 9 p.m., while I engage in healthy restfulness and why I am happy not to use an app for that. We've come to the part where you take one action to help yourself feel better today. Here are a few choices. Choice number one, start your health journal tonight. Our pages are available for free download from the website, which we will list in the show notes. Choice number two, now that you really understand what healthy rest looks like, Get a block of time labeled rest 30 minutes onto your schedule for every night. And finally, choice number three, commit to giving yourself an eight hour opportunity to sleep every night. You know, I really want you to pick all three, but one for now, that's fine. My hope is that you already feel better. If you need a little light reading to help in your new commitment to rest, check out my book, The Women's Guide to Health, which you can purchase anywhere books are sold. There's also a link in the show notes if you'd like to buy it online. Last week, one of my listeners asked me, when's a good time to get started with all of this? And I'll tell you what I told her. How about today? Until next time, remember, today is good. Would you like to hear more? Hello Health is hosting a networking event this month where we'll be talking about sleep, rest, and recovery. It's called Dinner and a Download. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we hope to see you there. Register at www.dinnerandadownload.com.